0: Hello, (laughs) and welcome (laughs) into another episode of Farm to Fame. This is going to be an express pod today because it's a couple holidays today, including Father's Day. So we got stuff to do as we record this.
1: It's Um, also Wingnut's birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, Kelsey, happy birthday to you.
0: Thanks, Pete. Wow. Thank you guys. 21 yes. today. It is my birthday. 21 plus 8, 29. What? My parents are in town. I just kicked him out.
2: Uh nice. so they can
0: take <laughs> this episode. I am Kelsey Wenger. We got Peter Moylan. We got Maddie Mass. Maddie Mass looking sharp today in his uh, So sharp.
2: Roosevelt's, Roosevelt's shirt.
0: Is that one of those cool shirts that they have at the offices that Peter yeah. wore, the Sandlot one?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. Roosevelt's.
0: Neato.
1: Not a sponsor, just good shirts.
0: Yeah. We have a ton of stuff today. Peter's going to recap the sticky stuff uh, because Correct. that rule is implemented tomorrow, Monday. Mm-hmm. And um, Peter went viral this week with his explanation of it. So he's going to recap that. We'll touch on Rookie of the Year watch again, Trevor Rogers. We love him. Mm-hmm. Our top 10 prospects. I have some big names that I feel like people are going to be excited to hear about. Good. And a couple injury updates, both sad. Again, all injury updates are sad. So,
1: yeah. Peter yes
0: what are your father's day plans
1: uh, well, this is it. I, it I this is my father's day plans so um <laughs> let's take advantage we're uh, so no, excited we're gonna, to
0: celebrate with you
1: we're gonna grab we're gonna grab a nice dinner later tonight so um yeah i have a we have girls in australia so we wait till later in the afternoon and we all get on a call and we you know talk about how great i am and mm-hmm. uh it's it's great you are so, great that's my plans yeah
0: Awesome, and Maddie's Your about place? to have a great lunch. Well, this is this is the only thing we have planned for my birthday yeah. and Father's and Day. And
1: Maddie's having lunch in
2: in where are you, Maddie? I'm on yeah. Long Island now. Oh, you are. Mm-hmm.
1: Beach wow. boy. You're
2: you're a, a traveler. I've been everywhere. Got to get to Atlanta. Please. Atlanta. Yeah.
0: We would love that.
2: Kelsey, we should do a, we should do a podcast in the same room.
0: I know. We really should do like a that'd be a fun pod.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah. I vote for that. I'm curious to what Savannah is. I've always kind of wanted to go there. No, you need we to come do a part to from Savannah first.
0: Because Peter and I are here. We can show you the world.
2: Yeah, let's do it. I can show you the world.
1: Yes.
0: Awesome. <laughs>
2: Thank
0: you. Okay, let's dive in to the opener.
2: Hello, and welcome to Breaking News segment. I am Maddie Mass., Kelsey's on vacation and we got Peter Moylan with us tonight why do we have a breaking news segment Peter because Wander Franco baby Wander Franco that's why Wander Franco debuted tonight and holy cow was it a debut hey I would say it was fun would you say it was fun so Wander ends up going two for four starts off with a walk He then hits his first career hit, which, of course, is a homer, and that's obvious. Of course. Follows that up with a double off the wall. Of course. But for me, the most
1: impressive swing of the night was against Barnes. He comes in. I think he threw him a couple of backdoor breaking balls that, that missed. And he threw a 2-0. Uh, no, it was a it was an 0-1 fastball or a 1-0 fastball. It was supposed to be up and he missed down. And he took a swing and he fouled it off, but it was such he was so on it. And he was it was a beautiful swing. He's so strong. He's so athletic. Just another added to the list of absolutely
2: astonishingly talented baseball players that are coming through and he unfortunately didn't get to do too much on the defensive side he turned
1: that double play however he
2: turned turned a crazy double play and we know that he can do it with the glove now do you see him being a regular third baseman or do you just see the rays moving him around well I don't know that he
1: needs to have a spot just yet I think Half of the course with the Rays is that they're just going to move him around and see exactly where he fits best. Obviously, that bat needs to be in the lineup every day. So put him wherever someone needs a break. I don't know if he's played the outfield. I think he's pretty much strictly been every infield position, but wherever anyone needs a break, that's where he goes. Do you see a Rosarena tonight too? Like those two together, it, it makes the Rays exciting. You remember when John Boy was talking the other day, he was talking about how nobody wants to be a fan of a franchise. They want to be fans of players. Well, the Rays may have finally given the Tampa fans a couple of people to actually root for, which is great. Hopefully it's for longer than a a
2: year or two. Yeah. It's the entire left side of their defense. I mean, you have now Wander, Taylor Walls, who got the call before Wander. Yeah. And Rosarena and left. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So Wander obviously does it with the bat and the glove tonight. Right. Can you think of a more exciting... Like everybody was on this. Maybe it's because I'm I'm paying more attention
1: these days than I than I would have in the past, but I remember Strasbourg. I was lucky enough to witness Haywards, but this must have been pretty cool. And fans showed up. Like there was looked like there was, I mean, for Tampa, it looked like there was a lot of people there. Normally there's like it's come kind of dressed as your favorite seat night every night there.
2: <laughs> or Harry Potter
1: Invisible Cloak night every night.
2: <laughs> so the last thing we really want to touch on here with Wander, yeah. we know that the AL rookie of the year race is wide open. Mm. Wander comes up, small sample size, sure, but he looks like a pro's pro. Mm -hmm. How easily can he insert himself into being a true contender for rookie of the year? What a great question.
1: Um, I honestly think because of the fact that it's kind of like how some divisions are, right? Everybody's kind of just treading water. That's how the AL rookie of the year watch has become. If he has a good rest of the year, There's no reason why he couldn't overtake whoever, whatever Mercedes has done in the first month. Like if he continues to sort of stumble a little bit, there is no question that he could
2: potentially win Rookie of the Year. Good. I completely agree. I mean, I genuinely think that it's going to come down to him and the teammate, Randy. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Just who can battle it out with the bat. Yeah. Uh, Because the fielding is elite for both. Yeah. Cool. We wanted to throw in this special segment coming at you late night right after the race game. We yeah. couldn't miss it. This is one of the biggest debuts, as Peter said. Now let's cut it back to your originally scheduled programming. And I'll make
1: sure I'm wearing a different shirt.
0: I know you guys have heard it because it blew up. Sticky stuff rule yes. is gonna be implemented this Monday. By yes. the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be Wednesday, we'll be two days into it. That's June 21st. So they're gonna be doing regular checks of all pitchers. They are going to eject guys. They're going to suspend guys for 10 games with pay. And it's blown up and Peter went viral. So Peter, I'm just going to like, let you go.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. The new rules are implemented on Monday. I thought it was a little more extreme than that. I had it written down here that anyone caught is immediately executed, but I guess that's not what happens. (laughs) Um, But I think it was just important that I wanted to get my perspective out there and I wanted to get a perspective from the players out there, Because I felt like a lot of what was being said was directed at the players being bad and of everyone just trying to cheat. So the explanation was based on the inconsistencies with the way that the balls are rubbed up the inconsistencies with what the guys are having to deal with on a daily basis when they pick up a baseball so the only thing that was consistent was that little bit of sticky or tacky that they were able to use to be able to grip the baseball. So that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to make sure that everyone understood why guys initially started using this in the first place. And the why was because Major League Baseball changed the way the baseballs were made. So we then had to find ways to grip the ball. I said it yesterday. I was able to go through the first part of my career not using anything at all except for what they were saying, which was this sweat and rosin. And then I got to the point where they changed the baseballs to increase offense, and, and I could not grip it. I could not throw anything anywhere near like I was just a couple of years earlier because of the way that the balls had changed. It wasn't because of anything that I'd done. It was yeah. what they'd done. So I just felt like that that, that little bit of information wasn't being said. Um, and then I touched on the Glasnow injury, and you know a lot of people were calling him a cheater. And it's it's just not fair. It is not fair to label these guys as cheaters in the same voice or is the same breath as you would a guy that's just used steroids. Yeah. Because it's not something that they've had to, that this is this was forced on them. There was, you could legitimately feel if I pick up a baseball, there's baseballs back there from 2007, there's baseballs back there from 2006, and you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference of them. So, and they are not denying that they've done this. That's the other part. MLB come out and said, yes, yeah. we've made some changes to the baseballs. So, all I, I, again, I just wanted them, I wanted everybody's public perception to change. And I just didn't want it to be players bad, MLB great. So that's what I wanted to get at.
0: So, are you, do you believe how Tyler Glassnall came out and essentially blamed MLB doing this in the middle of the season, his injury on that? Do you like buy into that?
1: I buy into the possibility that that could have caused it. Yes, again, I said plain as day that I'm not an expert on the subject. I'm just talking about what I've experienced personally as a professional baseball player over the years and how the balls have affected the way that I'm able to pitch. And I did the explanation yesterday where when you have some tacky on your fingers or you've got, you feel like you've got a grip, you don't have to necessarily squeeze the baseball when you're throwing it. You can just place your fingers on it and you can hold your fingers lightly because you know that the grip's going to be there when you go to release and it comes off that finger at the last minute right
2: mm-hmm. when
1: you don't have anything on there and it's very slick that ball's having to go further back into your hand so now you're putting more pressure on your forearm and on your elbow because at release you're actually squeezing the ball because the tackiness is gone and it's going to slip out of your hand because they've made it so slick and so so smooth that that there's just and there's The leather feel like it's tighter and it's changed and you can't penetrate the leather anymore. So it just, everything just sits on top and just beads off almost like a weather protected baseball Mm -hmm. that you pour water on and it just shines, it just falls off. That's what these baseballs now feel like.
0: Yeah. And you explained it so well, because on on the clip that that's on Twitter, you showed a brand new baseball and you were explaining Correct. how the baseballs are just mudded up, but it could be by anybody on a given yeah. day. It could change and it's inconsistent. And then by the time you get it, it's really just a new baseball that's dusty. And that's then right. whenever you sweat or you use the rosin or whatever it is, you're really just wiping off the dust and then you're back down to the normal baseball. And yeah. you really went into it. So you did a good and job.
1: And I've had time to think about other things since then too. And other people have brought up good points on, on Twitter and one thing that, that wasn't mentioned is the fact that this is the midway through the season, right? Yeah. So they haven't experienced what April or September in cold weather is like when you're trying to throw a brand-new, dusty, mudded baseball. So come September and playoffs, if these rules are still in place and they haven't come to an agreement on some sort of – then I think the playoffs could be really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting.
0: I mean, a lot of guys, you saw Garrett Cole, a lot of guys were speaking up, whether it be on behalf of Tyler Glass now or uh, just against the league and saying, like, listen to us, like, just consult us. Like, let's have a conversation about it. And this rule is implemented again. We record this on Sunday and it's going to be implemented on Monday. So it'll be very interesting this week if anybody continues to use it and is suspended. Um, It's just going to keep blowing up. And luckily... We have our resident pitcher on the pod. So uh, we will get to cover it from all angles. Of course, I'm talking about Maddie Mass. Um, (laughs) So that is Peter's take on the stickies. That is my sticky. And
1: I'm happy to have the... uh, If you have a question about this and you want to ask me something, please feel free to ask me. DM me. Shoot me messages. I want this conversation to be out there. I want to talk to people. I want people to understand. I don't want this to be such a cut and dry, black and white issue. There's more to it than just... Oh, well, this is bad. This is good. But you, yeah. You've got to really dive into this and see why. And I think Charlie Morton nailed it so good the other day. He's so thoughtful in the way that he talks that even every word that he says, it's not like he just blurts stuff out for the, for the sake of hearing his own voice. It's so well thought out when he answers. And I just thought the controversy with when he was with the Astros and he had the gum in his mouth and he was trying to touch the gum in his mouth and people were mm-hmm. freaking out about that, right? I guarantee everybody would go back to that right now. Oh, everybody yeah. can chew gum and use that. That's fine. No problem. But well, hold on. That's all Charlie's ever done. A little bit of gum. And now he's, he's using nothing and he's still spinning it at 3,000 miles per hour. So the, those sorts of guys are not the guys that are in question. It's the guys that have turned themselves into something that they weren't before based on the use of this illegal substance.
0: I know we have to move on, but real quickly. try to buy on it. What? I just oh. told to buy on that. Well, i do you think that there's any chance that the league comes back and says okay sunsc- sunscreen and rosin is okay
1: maybe but it's really hard to police it i think the only thing that's going to happen and it can happen quickly is in Japan and korea they have a a little bit of Tackier a tackiness baseball? that gets either sprayed on there or somewhere throughout the manufacturing process they put this tackiness on there so that they don't need anything they know that the grips going to be there they can just grab every baseball and, and it Yeah, there's no. I don't don't know if they rub up. I don't know. I don't know how it exactly works, but I know that the balls are different. You Darvish brought a ball in, and started showing, started showing his teammates and the the Reds what a a, an NPB ball looks like, and everybody was like, "This is great. This is great." So the conversation has started, and I just hope that I was able to move that conversation along just a little bit.
0: Yeah,
1: I I, I, like that's all I want because it's just unfair midway through the season to just dump this on the players and go, "Well, good luck." Yeah, I, I use the analogy, I said, it's almost like, and this is way out of left field, but it's almost like you were forcing an F1 driver to get into a motor vehicle. You've got no idea how they've set it up. The tires are about to run out. You've got no grip. And you have to go around a wet track making turns as fast as you can. But you just got to figure it out when you're out there. Like If you knew what the baseball was going to be like the minute you got on the mound, there'll be no nothing questioned. You wouldn't have any need for anything. But every yeah. single time you grab that baseball, it's different on every given stadium, depending on... One starting pitcher could say, I like my balls rubbed up really dark. Mm -hmm. So you go to San Francisco and they're going to be really dark. You go to Seattle and the guy's like, ah, I need like a little bit of mud. So then you go out there and it's just a little, it's white with a little bit of mud on it. It's just, there's got to be a uniform way to present a baseball to a pitcher when he's about to throw it. Boom.
0: Boom. Rookie of the year. Watch.
1: Okay.
0: AL still kind of sucks. Um, Still our NL favorite is trevor rogers peter i know yes. you were pleased with with um what he did this week versus the cardinals
1: he just keeps doing what he has done all year and i feel like you can copy and paste what i've said last week and the week before and the week before and the week before he's the only thing that changes is he might get two starts in a week
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: but i'm effectively saying the same thing over and over again six innings three hits one run six k's he's now seven and three on the year with a 1.87 with 95 punch outs in 81 and 230 innings Okay. with a 2.7 war, he's so far in front of everyone else as far as this it's not even close jazz is trying to catch up because jazz is jazz um ian anson just keeps sort of going like this a little yeah, bit. yeah his but start again. this
0: week wasn't that great though
1: it's just, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's great. I think it's great that there's, there's not a lot of competition because it allows for someone to come up at the end and just go, you know what, let's get this thing. Key Brian Hayes might, you know, roll. in. Yeah. A- you've
0: heard the names, Key Brian Hayes around yeah. in there. You've heard the name Dylan Carlson, who's been great yeah. for the Cardinals this season. Obviously we've talked about Jazz Chisholm who had a big day on Saturday. But when you go to Trevor Rogers, Peter, like you said, he has a 187 ERA. He hasn't given up more than three earned runs in one start all season. And that only happened one time. And I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but our last podcast, we were saying he had a 2.02 ERA. Well, there was a scoring change on June 10th, and one of his runs is now so now he hasn't had an ERA above two since April year. 15th. I saw that. And that confused
1: yeah. me when I was looking it up too. I yeah, like, I was looking up his on. numbers.
0: I was like, were we wrong last week? I just
1: told him that he had a 2.02 02 ERA last week and he hasn't seen anywhere where there's a two yeah. in any of his years. So that was, uh, could you imagine being Don Mattingly and knowing that every fifth day that kid's going to go out there and give you exactly the same performance Almost to a T mm-hmm. on a on a on a weekly basis on a every
2: five day basis. That is so it's so rare from a young guy these days.
0: What were you gonna say, Maddie?
2: Jazz is the teammate of the year because Jazz is the one that gave the error. Now that's been his run is oh, taken. We love you
0: Jazz. Thanks, Jazz. Yeah. Oh, what, Jazz? And yeah, jazz. We love jazz. I don't know if you guys saw a girl named Christina Nicola. She covers the Marlins for mb I've talked about her before, but she did the video of all of the Marlins getting the Starbucks, like the you know the rookie trip. Oh, and fantastic. Jazz and Trevor were leading the way, and they got donuts and the coffee and their full jerseys. I love that. that's a rite of passage.
1: That is a rite of passage for for every rookie that goes to to Wrigley. Was it Wrigley? It was Wrigley, right? I
0: think it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone that goes to Wrigley, they have to walk across from there. And there's actually a good vantage point for a lot of the players. used to be, I don't know if it's changed, but a lot of the players would sit just outside the clubhouse <laughs> and look from the second <laughs> deck as they cross the street and would go into the Starbucks. <laughs> just, I just,
0: I just love it. Like full uniform. That's so yeah. good. So yeah, Trevor Rogers is our favorite in the NL. The other guys we've mentioned, Jazz Chisholm, didn't have a great week but had a great Saturday. He finally got another stolen base. Really hasn't done that since he got back off the I.L.,
1: i got a theory for that because Acuna started running a little bit more now too. I think once they get these leg injuries and they just, they don't want to start busting it out until they're fully recovered. So the the stolen bases dead sprint from go to woe. You can sort of get around the outfield and not go 110%. um, Whereas a stolen base, you'll go on balls to the wall. So uh, I feel like once they're recovering and once they're fully recovered and you see them start to steal some more bases, that's when you know they're feeling good.
0: Good. Well, he did that yesterday. He let off the game with a single stolen base scored a run key. Brian Hayes, Has had a rough last seven, but he doubled in consecutive games this week. Friday, bases clearing double. That was for the eventual win. Dylan Carlson's a guy you'll hear about. Ian Anderson, Ion Anderson, if you listen to Talking Baseball for the Braves. (laughs) um, He had a rough start this week, but he still is a three fifty eight ERA. So those are our guys in the NL. Uh, Moving over to the AL Peter. I don't know who you want to hit on, but Randy Orozarena. He's had a great last seven. He's hitting three hundred eight, and his last seven had a twelve-game hitting streak. He's been consistent, as Maddie mentioned last week. Uh, Casey Mize, you called him, I think, Mister Consistency last week. He had another good start, six and two thirds, three runs. That's great. Like, let start? You know, yeah, and that was his third consecutive quality start. Seven of his cool. last eight have been quality starts. He's starting again today, so cool. all of that could change. Um, But he's been consistent. Luis Garcia, we haven't mentioned for the Astros. Mm. Um, I dove into his numbers a little bit. This season in 14 games, he has a 282 ERA versus the White Sox on Friday. He went seven innings of one run ball. Mm. But I think why we haven't talked about him is because he hasn't been super consistent this season. So He's being talked about a lot right now because he's had two recent seven inning starts that have been really good. But at only four of his 14 starts this year, he's gone at least six. Huh. So he's just not—he's not, he's not right. doing what you want a starting pitcher to do when it comes to. Well, he's doing what
1: rookies do. He's yeah. do Is that it's and that's what makes Tyler Rogers and and uh, what Casey Myers are doing is is so impressive is because it's you know these young guys come up and you expect what what you're seeing right there. So the the consistency thing is the hardest part for young guys to get their head around. It's it's you know you can show out for a week and then you have it's 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 grappling with that because it's 160 games. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna just you're not gonna do this the whole year. Your average doesn't go up the whole year. It doesn't stay the same the whole year. It's dealing with with the inconsistencies.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if I'm quite ready for to throw Luis Garcia into the mix fully, but three of his four starts that have gone at least six have come in June. So he's he's getting consistent with that now. So we'll keep an eye on him. Adoles Garcia, we've obviously talked about a ton. He kind of had a slow, slow week. He hit 219, but Maddie mentioned last week in the month of May, we talked about his 11 home runs and he hadn't had one in June. He finally hit his first home one, home one, home one. I sound like John Boy when he was a child. <laughs> um hit, <laughs> that's what he always makes fun that he couldn't say is ours
2: yeah. um
0: so it was his first home run since may 26th so that's interesting and there's a guy that you want everybody to keep an eye on see he had a big week
1: shout out to ryan mountain castle for having a three homer game yes yesterday or day before yesterday that's a good week in a day so congratulations yeah. to you ryan you may hit our list one day
0: yeah and the al is wide open. So like if, if somebody starts taking off right now, they could be the favorite in the AL
1: almost like the uh, every single division in baseball, right? Now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Seriously. Just, yeah, seriously. So um, that is our rookie of the year. Watch. We didn't go as in depth this week because again, we got stuff to do. Your girl's even for vacation to Hilton head tomorrow. So we had to tape a day early and Peter was kind enough to do it on his father's day. So,
1: my fa- no one else has a Father's Day today except for to me. Peter. It's my yeah. father and my father. dad yeah, and, and Maddie's
0: dad. dad. So, okay. those are our guys. Let's get yep. into our top 10 prospects mm. brought to you by sports management world. Wide, 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 wide. wide. wide, wide. Okay. So we've talked about this a ton before because we really do think that this is something that could be very beneficial and help you get ahead of people because the sports industry is so competitive no matter what avenue you're trying to take to get in it. So at Sports Management Worldwide, they train you to be an MLB agent, an MLB scout, associate scout, bird dog scout, sports broadcaster, whoa, the analytics go-to guy, sports gambling expert. I feel like I've had so many friends get jobs in that like doing television for sports gambling Um, or someday the GM or manager. Um, They have a training program for these. They're eight weeks long. How they're going to do it is they're going to match you with a mentor. Uh, We've, we threw around some names last week, guys like Dan Duquette, who's a three-time GM guys like Dan Evans, former GM of the Dodgers, Hank Jones, who was a 40 year scout. You have Oscar Suarez. He's an MLB agent. So they essentially mentor you, take you under your wing, and tell you who you need to know and what you need to know and the secrets to land these jobs. So like I said, they're eight weeks. Um, they have numerous different sports. It's not just baseball. Numerous different career avenues within sports. So you can apply for free at smww.com and use the discount code John Boy for $50 off the course of your choice. The sports industry is just so competitive right now and anything you can do that puts on your resume that one shows you're gonna take the initiative to learn and up your your game in a sense Mm. is gonna put you ahead. Um, So I think this is a a great course for anybody trying to get into sports. Again, it's smww.com and you use the code John Boy. For 50 doll hairs
1: off. I'm I'm passionate about this. And I, t- I tell it, I tell you why every week, but I'm gonna tell you again. It's just I feel like the, the wider you can spread yourself with knowledge, the better off everybody's gonna be. And if you happen to take a course and learn something that you may not be familiar with, then all you're doing is expanding your potential employment moving forward. Yeah. As you're if you're a 20-year veteran who played in the big leagues in the minor leagues, or you played all year minor leagues time, whatever it was, you're a coach, you're trying to learn the analytics, it's tough. It's new, it's different. This will explain it to you in layman's terms and allow you to be able to talk about it confidently.
0: And help you become an expert because for eight weeks, you're focusing on something that is really just going to set you apart. So sports management worldwide, wide, wide,
2: wide, wide, wide.
0: Let's dive into our top 10 prospectees. Peter, do you want me to start or do you want to start?
1: Uh, you go ahead.
0: Okay. I think I'm going to switch it up. I was going to start with a guy who we all know, but I'm going to go to the bottom of my list because I want to talk about a guy that I'm hoping you are familiar with, Peter mm. Tim Beckham. Hmm. Number one overall pick in 2008.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's 31 years old. He has five years of service time. He's not a rookie. He's on a minor league deal with the White Sox. But Peter, do you know what he did this week? Okay, he homered in four consecutive games, and not not just that. On I think it started on Tuesday. On Tuesday he hit two home runs. On Wednesday he hit two home runs. So back to back two home run games. Thursday he hit a home run. Friday he hit a home run. So he had six home runs and thirteen at bats. <laughs> he raised his average from two two twelve to two sixty. So now he has ten home runs on the year with twenty seven RBI. So he had a stretch of Six home runs over four games, eight home runs over 10 games, and he has nine home runs in the month of June, and he leads the team with 10. Now, what is a little confusing? If he keeps swinging the bat like this with all the injuries the White Sox have had, you might see fans being like, oh, well, why isn't he up here? Mm. Okay, he was suspended for PEDs. He was suspended 80 games in August of 2019 when he was with the Mariners, I believe there were only 48 games remaining of the season. And then he didn't play in 2020. Hmm. So how does that, how, I know you might not know, like specifically, but if if they wanted to call him up, would he have to serve the remaining 32 games of the suspension while being on a 40 man roster? Or like, how do you think that could even play out?
1: They would. They could put him on the forty-man roster and have him sit out game. I don't know because you can play in Triple A games while you're suspended on the big league. So what would have to yeah. happen? I think they would have to call him up, put him on the forty-man roster, send him back down, serve a suspension, and then call him back after after the suspension.
0: So you think you just have to be on the forty-man, not the twenty-five man to serve a suspension, or twenty-six man, whatever it is now.
1: You can't be active and serving yeah. a suspension, so you know, have to be on the roster.
0: It's a stumper, but that's what yeah. I was trying to figure out because I was like, if he keeps swinging it like this, people are going to be calling for him to come up, yeah. and I don't really know how that would. I don't know how, how he's able to play it. in
1: Triple A if he hasn't served out his suspension and he's not on a roster with anyone. So maybe, maybe he's already accumulated the amount of suspended games prior to what he's doing right now because the season was started in April and there would have been enough games for him to. I, I don't know. That's something you have to dive into.
0: I tried to dive into it, uh, and if y'all, if you're listening to this and you know the answer, or you? <laughs> have seen an article, let us know, tweet at us, because I tried to find articles and couldn't, like find one that dove into, okay, he signed this minor league deal with the White Sox this year. This is what would have to happen for him to be called up. It just is that he signed a minor league deal. So that is Tim Beckham. He had a monster week. He hit 526 with five consecutive two-hit games, including six home runs. So Tim Beckham, we don't know your situation, but you crushed it congrats on the home runs well
2: josh jung jung it might be young not jung well it's spelled jung but i think it might say it young start again ready say it fast josh Young, okay.
1: 2019 round one number eight <laughs> <laughs> try that, that again so ready? ready that was so good josh Young.
0: <laughs>
1: please leave this
0: all in <laughs> i'm sweating
1: i'm sweating okay ready
0: no i like that you did a okay. good job both times
1: okay he was the f- he was 2019 number eight overall pick out of texas tech uh playing for the double w- frisco rough riders there's another name He's a third Love baseman it. 6'2 214 pounds 23 years old Hit 316 across two levels in 2019 with a couple of homers, just two home runs, right? His first week back in action this week because he was recovering from a stretch factor that he got in spring training. He picked up six hits, including two home runs in three games. And he's been working with a mental skills coach since the age of 12.
0: Ooh. Whoa. So he
1: That's may mentally be just tearing people apart before we even know. Him. But yeah, congratulations to <laughs> Josh. For bringing it back, tough start of the year, obviously. But
0: give me a quick summary of his week again.
1: His week, he just got—he's he, back. He's back. He—he's had his first week in the minor league system this week, and he ended up picking up six hits. Okay. You know, it's just—it's my—it's my 1st guy. Just let me. Uh, okay. Let me we take
0: opposite guys. routes. I—I I go in with my heavy hitters, but that's probably good because right. I do a heavy hitter, then you do a lower hitter. Mm. This next guy.
1: You just called my guy a lower hitter. <laughs>
0: Well, he hasn't proved himself yet. This
1: These guys are all in the top 10 of Matty yeah. Mass's
2: top yep. 10. Yeah, Josh has the highest batting average on this list, if we're being honest. So. Speaking of high
0: batting averages, Jared Kelnick. Kelnick had a really bad stretch. He had an over for 45 stretch with 21Ks across two different levels. But this week... So far, he had played four games and he had five hits. He had three home runs in his last five games. That's good for six RBI. He had two multi-hit games. And now in AAA, he is hitting 305 with five home runs and 14 RBI and 14 games.
1: I'm so happy for him.
0: Yeah, because when he was up in the show, I didn't realize his batting average was 0.96. Mm. 0.096 and there was all this hype when he got called up and that is tough when you yeah. have all these eyeballs on you everybody's talking about you so it's good to see him obviously we know he can perform at a lower level because that's what he got the call up to begin with but it's good to see him get back into things because he did kind of struggle when he first got sent back down so we will see what happens with jared kelnick when he's back up because it probably will be eventually the
1: end shout out to him i am really genuinely happy for that though because you- imagine the pressure of coming up and thinking that this is your big shot? And then two months later, you get sent back down. And
0: any channel you turn on TV, ESPN, MLB, I mean, they're talking about you and they're talking about your debut and they're talking about these expectations. And I mean, I just think of when Dansby Swanson was called up to the Braves and they have his face plastered on every billboard in the city. And it's everything is Dansby, 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 Dansby. Mm. And it's his hometown. And just how much pressure that puts on you as a young kid that you have to come up and perform so he just needs to go back down there relax the pressure is kind of off for the big debut because he's done it and yeah. he can kind of only go up from um how that kind of stretch went so we're rooting for jared kelnick because he'll be good for the game when he's swinging it
1: i'm with you austin martin the mm. fifth overall pick in the 2020 draft by the blue jays out of vanderbilt mm-hmm. he's playing for double a new Hampshire fisher cats is a shortstop Every time I get to read a new minor league name, it just makes me want to buy more hats. Yeah. It's really bad because these names are sick. Anyway, uh, he had an impressive run where he had a hit in seven straight games and then he took an offer on June 16th. So, not very impressive, right? Mm-hmm. He picked up another hit on the 18th. Okay. But he truly made up for the hitless performance yesterday by going five for six with two doubles and two runs. Raising his average from 260 to 287 in one Whoa. game.
0: Five. He had a lot of ABs. Does he lead off? He has to lead off or something, or it was he like must extra be innings. one
1: or two. Although he scored 30 rounds, one of those yeah. two. But yeah, That's a
0: lot of ABs. Good for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you go take it over, you're like, ah oh, man, my streak's over. And then, oh no, never mind. I'll just pick up five of those mm-hmm. bad boys in one game. So, Austin. Well done.
0: Yeah. You know who else did something similar? Wander Franco. Who's he? the Rays prospect who got called up after our original recording. Triple A for the A's, MLB's number one overall prospect. On the season, he is now hitting 323 with seven home runs, 35 RBI, and a 977 OPS. He is ready for the call. He's sitting by his telephone. So he had a really good week. Tuesday, three for four with a double and triple. He was a homer shy of the cycle. Mm. Wednesday, two for four with two triples and an RBI. Thursday two for four at that time he was writing a 14 game hitting streak and then he snapped that on Friday he went oh for four so that ended his hitting streak but then Saturday he was like I'm bad. and he went two for five with two runs scored another triple another RBI so for the week he went nine for 22 that's good for mm-hmm. 409 if you're not a math pod and um he has Hits in 19 of his last 21 games. He's slashing 394, 429, 727 in the month of
1: June. At this point, he's probably looking at the mirror thinking, what else do I have to do? Yeah. He is not just knocking down the door. He is ramming into that thing with a military truck.
0: Sledgehammer. That's exactly what I was going to say. Military tank.
1: Yeah, same Um, Military sledgehammer.
0: On May 23rd, his average dip to 268. And since then, that's when he has hits in 19 of his last 21. So he's he's just waiting, man. He is just well waiting. So that's Wander Franco. Well done, Wander. Bobby Witt Jr., another name that everybody heard about a ton going into the season. Is he going to debut this year? We don't know. He's in Double A currently for the Royals. He's number seven overall prospect for MLB this week through Saturday. He was nine for 18. That's 500, folks, with three doubles, a home run, two triples, and five RBI. He raised his average from 257 to 275. And in the month of June, he's hitting 322 with four doubles, three triples, four home runs, and 10 RBI. In his last 18, if we want to zoom out a little bit from this week, he is 26 for 72. That's good for 361 with eight home runs he had four consecutive multi-hit games basically moral of the story is we knew he was good we had talked about him a lot before the season and over the last month since the month of june he has turned it on he was a single Mm. short of the cycle on wednesday he has a 907 ops he's he's tearing it up and he's gonna go to triple a the end bobby witt jr I don't know when we'll see him, but we'll see him.
1: We're definitely going to see him. He was a stud spring training, by the way.
0: Yeah, you talked about him a lot before. Yeah. Uh, well, game. because
1: people were asking him to start the year in the big league. And, but, um, yeah, he he'll, he's, he's a player. He's coming. Whit Merrifield and Bobby Whit Jr. are going to be the backbone of that club for a while. Hey, Maddie oh. I'm going to talk about Riley Green. That's good. No, okay. I didn't see it coming. The fifth pick of the Tigers in the 2019 draft out of Haggerty High School. He's pitching, he's playing in A for the Erie Seawolves. He's a six foot three outfielder, 200 pounds monster. From June 16th to June 19th, he went nine for 14 with two home runs, including six for seven in his last two games. And he went mm. three for three in his last game with a double, a triple and a homer. Wow. So he's trending upwards, I would say. Yeah, I'm glad I could get that out. He right, I think
0: it took seven mean, cuts. Uh, a lot of talk about greens this week. Was it Hunter yeah. Green who made his AAA? It was kind of a he lucky did. start.
1: Did you see that they tweeted out how he was punching people out with 101 mile per hour fastballs? Yeah, but he- I
0: think Maddie tweeted something out on our account that was like, strikeout home run, strikeout home run, yeah. strikeout home run, strikeout home run in his first inning. His first
2: inning was insane. It was three strikeouts with 101 mile an hour fastballs and then three home runs first inning, which is yeah. wild. He finished that game with four solo home runs, only runs, eight Ks, do what you want with that, I guess. I don't know.
0: Huh. I know People it's, got on us for not talking about him, Peter. I saw you responded to a tweeter about it.
1: Yeah, I just, I had him written down. I just, he keeps getting called up and he's doing cool things. That's great, but he just yeah. hasn't had that big week.
0: This start didn't put you in the top 10 prospects.
1: No.
2: And to be honest... Those three home runs, they're just fastballs right down the middle. So anybody that's going to play Hunter Green, get We're ready. Listening. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Buckle up. Okay. Joey Bart. He's in AAA for the Giants. He was the second overall pick in 2018 out of Georgia Tech. I'm sure you've heard the name because he debuted last August. Um, he was up for a little sip this year. I think he had one AB. In AAA this season, he's hitting 343 with seven home runs. 25 RBI and a one dot OPS. One data. This week, he went seven for 18. That's good for 389. He had three multi-hit games and a home run. He also threw out two guys trying to steal in two separate games. Maddie Mass, is there anything that I'm missing about his week? Or was it really just that he hit for high average? He had multi- a lot of multi-hit
2: games. It's consistency. And he's somebody that we haven't touched on a ton, I think. And deserves to be yeah deserves yeah. to be spoken about. Touched. Consider yeah.
0: him oh ooh, sexual your turn. Do you have another guy?
2: I got two more guys. I got Ethan
1: Small. Ethan Small was a 28th overall pick at the first round of the 2019 draft by the Brewers. I like this guy a lot for the double-A Biloxi Shuckers. Come on now. Shukas. So cool. He's a pitcher, obviously. He had a very average May. Okay. In four starts in May, he was 17 innings. 15 hits, 8 runs, 13 walks, and 27 punch outs. That's good for a 4.24 ERA and a 1.65 whip. Okay. Normally, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Luckily, we're in a different month, Ooh. okay? So far in June, 4 starts, 24.1 innings, 11 hits, 1 run, 8 walks, 40 punches incorrect
0: in every language, but go on. That's a
1: 0. 0.37 ERA and a 0. 0.78 whip. So talk about turning your season around. What? Ethan small. Oh. Shout out to you, big doll.
0: Ethan small. Ethan small. Is small plural? Smalls? Small.
1: It's not smalls. It's small.
0: Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. okay. I don't have another guy, so you have to go again. Mm.
1: Mm. Uh Jaron Duran we've talked about this kid a few times he's in the show Sox AAA system 220th pick of the 2018 draft I just like to throw that out there because he wouldn't have been drafted last year mm-hmm. he's at Long Beach State Evan Longoria right Long, Long Beach State Evan Longoria yeah really so, sounds right? nice and a lot of a lot of a lot of history there at Long- yeah uh, since June 12th he's got 13 hits including seven in the last three games and he's hitting
2: 300 for the month of June so Jaron Duran Congratulations on your so.
0: Is he still on a power streak, Maddie?
2: He, I wouldn't call it a streak anymore. It's just kind of consistent. He's a power hitter. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm going to run through these two injuries super quick. An injury that we haven't mentioned is Michael Kopech, who has a hamstring strain and has been out for about a month now, which is why we haven't mentioned him in the AL Rookie of the Year race. There's no firm date for his return. He had an awkward fall on the mound versus the Cardinals about a month ago. The I think it was the end of May. He did throw a bullpen last week, and they said he's improving, but they said that his leg isn't 100% comfortable when it comes to some of the movements in his delivery and with running, if he has to go cover a base or anything. So TLR, quote, Tony Larusa improving, but still not a green light to where we think we know when he'll actually pitch again. So a reminder that he missed all of 2019 with Tommy John, he missed all of 2020 for personal reasons or opting out or whatever the heck and Bob that means this season so far, though, they've used him in a hybrid role. He's started some games. He's mostly been coming out of the bullpen 172 ERA um, and 31 and a third inning pitch. So Peter, what could be good about this injury, although we hate it is he hasn't pitched in two years. He's been really good. They want him late in the season. We we see when you kind of let your young guys rest so you can have them later down the road. Yep. So there could be a silver lining in this that...
1: It's 100% a silver lining.
0: Yeah, that he wasn't going to be able to pitch a lot of innings.
1: Yeah, I don't know that he would have lasted the whole season based on the, the workload that he was having early on. So, mm-hmm. uh, And the lack of work that he's done so far to go from... 12 innings to, to 100 would be a mistake so i think yeah you're right this could be the the break that he was forced to have that maybe he would have needed in july august yeah. now he's having it and he's able to power through the rest of the year so and they yeah. they're the best team in the AL so they're going to be around and then they don't look like they're they're going anyway. which and
0: is insane with all the injuries they've had
1: The Mariners are about to sweep the Rays right Did i read Stop that it. right if they win today they sweep the Rays Come on Stop it. Baseball 2021, dude, it's so fun. I know you. Yeah,
0: excited. they won. They won the last two versus the Rays. It was a close one yesterday, extra innings. Um, The only other injury to update you guys on that has new news. If you missed it, you got to go back to last week because we dove more into depth about it. But Nick Montregal, also for the White Sox. This is a White Sox injury pod and we hate it here. Mm. Um, He got put on the 60-day IL with a torn right hamstring, and what we didn't know last week if he was going to have surgery or if he was just going to be okay without surgery. And he did have season ending surgery this last Tuesday. So, Nick Madrigal, who was sitting 305 on the season, probably was the favorite for AL Rookie of the Year, had really stepped up for the White Sox this year and what a crazy injury year for them. And he's now out for the freaking season. And we mm. hate it here. Yeah.
1: But shout out to what the White Sox has been able to do since devastating injuries have hit them and they've still remained the best team in the AL.
0: Keep stepping up. I mean, Danny Mendick has stepped up for them. He's been kind of taking over the role there. Who knows if they get somebody like an Adam Frazier. There could be, obviously, they're probably going to be in the buyer's market.
1: Quick shout out to Kevin Copps. Kevin Copps, Dick Howser award winner. Um, I he's not
0: Omaha. Kate
1: Cavalli had another great outing during the week Spencer Talkerson hit his first double-A homer Spencer Strider looks like he's getting called up to double-A Promotion pod mm. Hunter Green we talked about him Jonathan India and Tyler Stevenson went, Had yes. a little bit of a back-to-back Johnny And Northern then they ended up blowing in the ninth but doesn't matter uh, And then College World Series today back at TD Ameritrade Park Tennessee versus Virginia and Texas versus Spurs tonight
0: Yeah, and Kumar Rocker looked (laughs) tough in the first inning of his start, and then he really settled in, and then it ended sad. But NC State upset Arkansas on Super Regional. They beat Stanford 10-4 to in their first game. Omaha's going to be fun this year, folks. Yeah, it is. So it is time for
1: Aussie Lingo, Peter Moylan. Aussie Lingo, I'm going to go with uh, cozy Sentence? We're not going anywhere until you grab your cozies.
0: Glasses, like reading glasses, sunglasses. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maddie?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Shoes. Great guesses, both of you. But a cozy is known as a swimsuit in Australia.
0: Why are you saying it plural until you grab your cozies?
1: You just tricked us with that sentence. Shorts. Okay. Cozies. Shorts.
0: Not a math pod.
1: Stop. I feel attacked. um cozies (laughs) bathing suit bikinis the cozies bikinis i don't know we call them cozies cozy cozies i've never yeah
0: okay some swimmer suit
1: yeah swimming suit swimming trunks any kind of fabric material that you put on your bits when you were heading to is that
0: what y'all call boobs bits
1: no i call them tits
0: (laughs) what a man you are because i'm a
1: man (laughs) um no, uh, <laughs> uh cozies.
0: All right. Well, we know this was an express pod, but we hope it that is. you guys are having a great Father's Day, whether you get to spend it with your dad, whether this is a tough day for you. We love our farmers. We love yep. all of you. And we are yep. there for you emotionally. We have merch on the website that I am rocking. Um, we might be doing a giveaway. I don't know.
1: We're definitely doing a giveaway. Maybe, Maybe that's coming up. Maybe
0: you should follow us on social media so you can get a, pretty big gift card and we're going to buy you whatever you want off the website. I don't know. Um, what? so we hope that you have a great week. We know we had to take this a day early and it's short, interested to hear if people like this, um, length that we're at because we had to express it through it. Peter, happy father's day, Maddie mass. I hope you have a great day with your family. I'm going to welcome my parents back into my apartment whom I kicked out because they are loud and I love them.
1: I love when you wear a hat because you grab the peak a lot and then you flex just like boom,
0: boom, boom. I don't know what I'm doing. But well, we love you guys. We hope that you have a great week. Watch some college baseball this week. It's Omaha. It's the greatest thing in the world. We love y'all. Farm on, farm often. We are farmers. Just kidding. Um, everybody have a great
1: week. We'll Maddie, see you enjoy next week. Man. Bye. Bye guys.
2: See y'all.